Ripper Zero. Yeah. All day, every day. That's true. So it is what it is. But <laughs> guys, welcome back to Del Local Podcast. Guys, thank you guys for tuning in today. Today is a very special one. It's a little different, um, but I'm super excited. I'm very ecstatic. This is the very first time that we meet. Yes. Uh, we did meet through the phone. Yes. Uh, and uh, we'll get to that. But uh, guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Gilbert underscore the local. You can also follow me at the local podcast. You can listen to the local podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now you can listen to it on iHeartRadio Podcasts. And also, too, if you want to see, you know, me, this Papi Chulo, just go ahead and go over to YouTube. And it's the one with the Papi Chulo, okay? Uh, but thank you so very much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate me. you. And I'm, I'm, this is just me. I had a very hard time trying to pronounce your name, one, because I'm Mexican, so it's... It's kind of hard to pronounce it. Can you can you pronounce your name, please? Yes, it's Vivian uh, Matani. Vivian Matani. Uh, yes, but my maiden name is Aguirre. 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 Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. I like your shirt or Thank your sweater. You. That's Thank super you. cool. Representing. There you go. Representing. <laughs> so we met uh, through. I was actually doing an episode with Chancla, mm-hmm. and uh, I did a live before I was actually going to record and. You were on the live and uh, I know you messaged me out there. Hey, I would just love to share my story. Uh, You know, if you give me an opportunity and I said, okay, cool, you know, message me. And after the podcast, we can go from there. And uh, I read just a bit of your story and everything that you've, you know, that's happened. And it's, it's an amazing story. So I said, yeah, we're going to, you know, jump on it and, and, do people here in San Antonio need to hear it? Because I know there's a lot of people here that they have different stories, backstories. And then, you know, it's like everybody says, you know, and, and we have a friend of ours that used to say it a lot is that people see, you know, the success that you have, but they don't know the story behind it. Right. And I think right now people need to find out your story. And uh, if you can just mention to everyone that is listening and watching here in San Antonio, or maybe even everywhere. I mean, hopefully everyone's listening to the local podcast. If you could just mention your name, where you're from, and what you're about, and uh, and then we can get to you, yeah. you know, you sharing your story. Certainly. Um, well, my name is Vivian, and um, I was born, raised here in San Antonio, Texas. Um, after we got married, you know, after I got married to my husband, we lived a little bit in Oklahoma, and then we came back because you know, who, there's no Mexican food yeah. in Oklahoma. We were in Oklahoma City in OKC, and we missed it so much. So we came back. Um, we uh, adopted, about two years later, we adopted um, our children, which is a sibling group of four kids. So we have four kiddos. Oh, wow. And um, along with so many animals. You really? <laughs> we have two conejos, or, uh, uh, what do you call it, the tortoise. And then we have two dogs, no, three dogs now. Three dogs. three dogs? What kind of dogs are they? Schnauzers. Schnauzers. Those are nice dogs, looking dogs. Well, they are, except the, the, the newest one, she's five months, and she can, she won't stop barking. Really? Oh, no. It's a, it's a little baby, you know, syndrome. She has attitude, Puppy too. syndrome. <laughs> she's really? got attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She has, and, and believe it or not, they're, I mean, they're just they're like little humans. You, you look at them, you you know, I, I, I'm in the profession of psychology, so I'm, I, I study my kids, I study my husband, I stu- I, it's, it's, you know, you can't switch it off, it's hard to switch it off, so I'm even looking at the dogs, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I've never seen an animal have so much, they're so spoiled, they're really? they have so much attitude, it's, it's crazy, it's crazy, 
Like, so that might be something I might dabble in later. You there know, you go. Psychology of dogs. Yeah. So. I don't know, but it, <laughs> it's funny to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, other than that, I mean, I, I attend Olu. Um, I'm working on my um, uh, master's degree. So I'm in the ABM program, which is okay. accelerated bachelor's to master's. Uh, bachelor's to master's degree. Sorry. Okay. And um, so, and then I'm, I'm going to do a minor in um, leadership studies. Oh, that's cool. And um, so when I'm done, um, you know, I guess when I grow up, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and remind me, all of you is uh, Our, Lady Our Lady of, of the Lake. Lake correct? Yes. Uh, yes. So, so shout out to Our Lady of the Lake. Uh, Our Lady of the Lake, I appreciate you guys sharing uh, posters and stuff like that. Super yes. cool. I appreciate you, sh uh, you reaching out to Our Lady of the Lake. And uh, Our Lady of the Lake was sharing it with everybody yes, and that's super cool definitely. i'm super that's super that's a blessing to me without yes. you knowing uh for people to listen in so shout out to our lady of the lake um let me use your auditorium you know what i mean but whatever <laughs> uh but okay so you're very educated uh so after you're so let's say you're after you're done mm -hmm. what, are, what are some co kind of goals that you're going to want to do or what do you have or i have a lot uh but what's what's been weighing on my heart is just really tackling um mental health care especially here mm. in our city um especially in the um underprivileged areas of our of our community yeah. so we're talking south side east side west side and i know there's already programs in place um that you know help to a sense but you know a lot of people especially when you are undocumented as well yeah you don't go out seeking that you just go out looking for work under the table and that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, you can't let anybody know, you know, that, that, you know, anything physical that's happening to you, most definitely nothing mental because you don't want anybody thinking any different of yeah. you either. Um, you know, so, and then I know it's going to be hard to get people to bring down their walls and to trust you. Cause that's a big thing too. They got to trust you. Um, but I want to find a way where I can get to that point in our community where, I can find a way to offer them some type of help. Mm. Um, and I know it's going to be a long road, um, but, you know, that's just something that's been weighing on me for a while. And just, and that's come from a lot of different major changes too, because in the beginning it wasn't psychology. In the beginning it was something completely different. But because I went through my own experiences with depression and anxiety, that's why I want to help, you know, with this. Because it's, it's, it's really, I mean, a couple of, people that i've talked to before they're like oh it's like bumps in the road i said no it's not it's it's like taking a trek up a mountain and then getting that descent and sometimes that descent right back down to the ground it, 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 mm -mm. it it's not even it's no better than having to go back up yeah exactly you know so and and that's why it's been it's been on my heart and my mind to just really make an impact in san antonio alone yeah you know, so. Yeah, and, and I think that's super cool that, that you know, you, of course, us being here, San Antonians, right? You want to say San Antonians, yes. uh, to help, you know, give back in a certain way. Right. And um, that's one of the things, one of the biggest things that, you know, I was able to participate last year in. Uh, I was able to participate in a turkey drive, my very first one. Um, I was able to you know, partner up with uh, 412 Threads. Shout out to 412 Threads, uh, Hector Hines, uh, who will also be on the podcast very soon. Uh, we linked up together. Uh, and he always links up with, you know, his church and links up with different people that are here in San Antonio that are making a difference. And he told me, hey, bro, 
you know, if you want to make a difference within the community, have a perfect opportunity to say, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do that. Uh, what and what better way to do that? And with, you know, the less unfortunate that they, they can't afford a Thanksgiving exactly. that we're blessed to have. And for me to be able to see the kids faces, especially me giving them the turkeys, that just like literally blew me away. And this year I'm going to do it again. Um, and I'm, I'm looking for different things like to partner up with 412 Threads and different people mm -hmm. uh, to give back to the community in some way, somehow, because the community of San Antonio, uh, some of the community are in good standards. And then there's some that they're more or less unfortunate. And then there's some that are there, you know, they're OK. You know, right. you know how you say you have your high class, middle class, low class, and then you have your, right. you know, way below class. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I find that very appealing and very uh, I think that's a good thing that you're what that your heart is wanting to do. That's a heart's desire that you want to do uh, is to give back to San Antonio. Um, and I think that if we have a voice to do it, um, it's like anything else. You know, I, I tell everybody I'm super blessed to be here, like right now where I'm at. Uh, I started off doing my podcast at my house. I started doing it just by myself. No video, no nothing. Started doing it at my house with different guests. Um, and then I had an opportunity that someone gave me to actually do it at their coffee shop. I did it there. Then God opened up another door for me. Now I'm here. Uh, I have a studio spot now. And it's it's one of those. God's giving me the opportunity. So I now I have to give my voice. I have a voice to be able to share, you know, the love of Christ. And it's just two simple Amen. phrases that I give people at the very end is that God loves you and Dios te ama. Mm -hmm. And those things that God has to remind his people through me is that, you know, no matter if you're going through something, Whatever you're facing, no matter if you feel doubt or you feel, you know, at your lowest of your low, you need to remember that God does love you no matter what. Right. Like you can do what anything wrong, good, bad, yeah. facing what you're facing, but re just remember God does love you. And that just right. those two phrases or that phrase mm -hmm. makes you think and ponder on it. Like does he? Then it starts to get into a different action. So I I like that. That that's what you want to do oh, with yeah. the community of San Antonio. Definitely. I mean, it's it's all about helping each other rise up to rise up to get up off of our knees to rise up together and to just be able to prosper you know and in a sense you know whether it's with our mental health with our physical health yeah. you know if, if it's finding somebody you know a means of finding a new financial means to survive hey you know we have to be helping each other as a community yeah um, no matter where you come from, what your ethnicity is, your race, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. The fact is that at the end of the day, we're all God's children. Mm -hmm. We are all human, and we need to be lifting each other up. Yeah, and I honestly, I've said that so many times. I've had Jason from Bootleg Food Review, and I've talked so many times with my friend Joe Conorado, mm -hmm. who's also a friend of yours. Yes. Um, and that's one of my things is that I want to be able to lift up uh, the community of San Antonio, there's different people here that people don't know about. Uh, like, I didn't know about you until Joe, you know, I had asked him, so who's this? And he's like, oh, man, she's a super nice lady, you know, super cool, you know, and, you know, bring her on, bro. I'm like, cool. Uh, so that's my thing is that we, especially me in, in the, if you want to say the department that I'm in, like Joe tells me, that you're like in this realm of, I always say it, right? It's like we're, uh, if you want to say creators, right and then we're in that realm so instead of being a creator and trying to knock one person off and try to we should be able to help one another and that's the same thing out here with the community of san antonio we should be able to help one another right you know um and it's as simple as somebody walking down the street and telling you hey man you know mm -hmm. 
now don't get me wrong there are some that you know they ask for two bucks three bucks and it's for the wrong reasons but then you have those that are genuinely hey man i i just need the money i'm hungry all right cool let's go get you something to eat right. you get them something to eat it could be the cheapest thing but you made their day right but you know you see that that's it's so odd that you brought that up too is because we were just talking about it the other day um my mother and myself and mm -hmm. we were talking about discernment oh yeah discernment and it's something that i've been trying to talk to the kids about you know it's and it's so odd to kind of tell them because it, it's like a gut feeling it's it's sometimes it's just kind of ringing over and over and over in your head um sometimes it's a split decision you know yeah. um but you know it's wherever wherever god calls you and you just kind of feel that like it's like a pool and the kids look at me like what, what are you talking about no no it's, it's like a pool it's like you feel like the need you have to do something and then you also feel the need in other circumstances or other situations where you're like yeah stop yeah, you need to stop a little bit. And I know you've gotten to this point in your in your career, in your faith walk and stuff like that. But I want people to hear exactly uh, your entire story, like your whole testimony that you yeah. you kind of partially mentioned to me, mm -hmm. uh, because I think that when you have this heart the desire to want to give back, something must have happened. I always say there's a cause and an effect. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm thinking you know, hey, you're doing all these good things, but there was an effect that happened in order for your heart and your life to be changed and transformed and be able to say like, okay, I want to do these things because this happened to me. So if you could just share, like, I'm like, yeah. re I really want to hear like exact more yeah. from, I know you sent me like a whole paragraph, right? But <laughs> I know it's more than that. Cause I know you text me on there like, yeah, yeah. it's more than this. And I, it's too much to write, you know? Yeah. It's, so it's if you can just share and elaborate, you know, what exactly happened what happened okay um all right uh so i um i lived a normal healthy life um up until about 2008 well latter part of 2008 um by then i had graduated high school i was already trying to figure out what am i going to do with my life um and in the beginning i was actually going for clinical research mm -hmm. And um, so I had started off at um, Northwest Vista. And uh, around that same time, I had met um, my now husband, you know, then boyfriend. Um, I was mean. Yeah. I was mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was really mean. <laughs> gotcha, because he, he messaged me one day and, and um, you know, we stereotypically, you know, just kind of seeing him, I was like, oh, he just wants papers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know my mama raised us to be where's your you husband know, from where's he from pakistan pakistan he looks like a dark mexican right now. <laughs> <laughs> so her husband's here right now he's sitting in and watching his wife and that's why we're laughing really hard right now so he's here right now and i appreciate you being here man and supporting your wife that's that says a lot you know that you do support your wife and that's super awesome yes he, he won't let me come alone <laughs> <laughs> not that i want to but yeah you know. <laughs> he promised me dinner after so there you go that's the way to do it there you go so um you know uh we met um while we were dating oh i um i started um getting what look it was like i remember it was summertime because i had short sleeves and i started getting these little pink spots on my arms and um, just, they just look like like dots um, and then they started kind of welting and kind of turning into like penny or dime size and then bigger and bigger. And I thought, you know, my mom's an RN. And I, I asked her, I said, you know, what do you think this is? And she said, well, 
you could be having an allergic reaction, you know, maybe something bit you. Did you use some type of different clothing? Like, because, you know, we all have sensitive skin. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe it's polyester or, you know, something that just, you know, did something to me. Um, started looking into, like, poison ivy, poison oak, and all that. I was like, no, I'm, I haven't been anywhere. So um, all of a sudden it's like it felt like from one day to the next my arms recovered. Then more spots started, you know, kind of popping up all along my body. And next thing you know, again, about a whole week and a half passes by, and I'm covered from head to toe in this blistering, red, hot, you know, like lesions all over my skin. Oh, wow. And um, to, the, to the point where it's like I had not, since, since they started getting bigger, I had stopped messaging my husband, well, you know, my husband. I didn't call him, didn't tell, I ghosted. I ghosted hasta mm. que quería ir a mi casa. Wow. But no, I wanted to be the one to break up with him first, so that way I didn't get hurt. That, that was. <laughs> oh, wow. You had a game plan already. <laughs> I had a game plan. I was like, hey, I'm going to get rid of you before you get rid of me. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, I mean, he, he, um, he was right when he said he was different because he stayed. <laughs> there you go. He stayed. He stayed. <laughs> he he stayed. stayed. But, um, so I got sick and, um, I went to, um, I, we, I didn't have insurance. It was, I was, um, already too old to be under my mom's, um, health insurance. Insurance, um. And then uh, same thing for my dad. And so, and I was working part-time at the time at um, at Kohl's. I was transitioning from Kohl's to Macy's. Part-time, you don't get nothing. Yeah. You know? And even then, you would have to wait like three, mm-hmm. four months. So this is what I'm talking about. And even then, it was like Cobra. Cobra insurance. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, no, that's, no. That's bottom tier. <laughs> bottom tier insurance, you know. So it was like I wasn't even excited about that. So we went to, um, an, a, like an, it was like an express med that did, or like in a clinic that went by your, um, I guess, how much you get paid by your salary. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it's, it's a different thing, but they, yeah. they go off of some type of fee schedule according to your pay. And um, I went there, and, and the doctor was just kind of very passive about everything. But, you know, he, he had given me some steroid creams and stuff, so I started putting it all over the place, and it didn't work. Um, so then um, my mom had, um, since she's an RN, she knows, you know, um, kind of like in the loop uh, physicians and PAs oh, okay. and all that. So she found another clinic where her friend was working as a, as a nurse practitioner. And I went to go visit her and we got everything checked, all my blood work, everything. And it came back that, um, you know, the, the steroids that he gave me put me at um, pretty much at diabetic um, glucose levels. Uh, because steroids raise your your blood sugar. Oh wow! So I had that now on top mm. of everything. So my healing process was being slowed down now because because of, of the steroid shot. Well, because of the diabetes. Oh, because of the diabetes. Now that, that are, yes. was an onset from the from the steroids. And then um, so uh, then she told me that uh, she was going to refer me out to a dermatologist that worked at University Hospital. Um, uh, his name is uh, Dr. Usatine, and I'm I'm still seeing him till today. I mean, he's been amazing. I mean, that man truly just touched by God to help so many people. Uh, dermatology, um, you know, general the general um, family practice uh, okay. medicine, and um, but um, so 
I was to the point where if I if I even turned my body a little bit, mm-hmm. my skin would just tear. Oh, wow. I mean, tear. Um, and like long, 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 long um, cuts, you know, like fissures. And no matter if I reached up, down, turned my neck, bent over, no matter what I did, it was just tears, tears, tears. Yeah, I would bleed through my clothes. And um, so... And this continued for many years afterwards. Um, but they, I, they had me on so many medications. I started off with um, a medication for, it was an oral uh, pill for cancer, um, methotrexate. And then I went on to try uh, systemics and biologics, which can alter your DNA as oh, well. Wow. Um, and those were injections I had to do. And those, those, those You had to take those all the time? or I was uh, every, every week. Every week, and I had to do the well, except for Stellaris. All at one, all at one time, every week, all at one time, or just no, like Monday like, you take this one, Tuesday you take this one. Yes, but but the, it wasn't altering, so it wasn't like a systemic and a biologic. Oh. It was just like, um, like the names that I've tried was Stellara, Humera, Embrel. So once I would be on one for about three months, and then technically failed, which is like you know when maybe help for maybe two three weeks i would see some progress and then all of a sudden it was like a decline oh wow and then i would go back i mean pure i mean just bad and then you know we would go on to the next one the next systemic or the next biologic and then try that out for a couple months write it out and see and it was always the same thing and it would, it would just come back with like a vengeance you know and it would it would cover everything mientras you know i'm working full time yeah i'm still going and getting at the time my associates um we had gotten married, and, and I was, like, trying to make sure I was covered because I didn't want any of our pictures, you know, to come yeah. out like that. And, uh, I mean, it was it was craziness. Um, now, with all that said and done, you know, we, we got married. I'm still sick. We moved to Oklahoma City. I'm like, okay, you know what? I've already come, kind of come to an acceptance of, okay, this is a lifelong thing. There's mm. no cure. You know, I've tried all these medications. I was still on medications. At the time, I was on Humira. Um, and uh, so we, I, I ended up going to um, OU uh, Medical Center and um, getting treatment over there for a couple of years. But with them, they have the residents and then they have, um, like, the intern doctors. Oh, okay. Okay, so, but they mostly send the interns to you whenever you have an appointment. Mm. Rarely do they bring in the resident. The real doctor. The real doctor. <laughs> the one that got the paper they bring on you the, the They bring you the fakey. And like, oh, appointment fakey, let's give them the fakey. It's the ones that you have to explain to them every time what happened. Oh, so yeah. what happened, you're like, yeah, I said it last week, and I said mm-hmm. it the month before, and the month before. <laughs> Where are those notes? Can't you read? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Um, so anyway, so, you know, going through the motions there, we tried light therapy, um, tried tanning booths. It's it's weird, but, like, the, the UVA, UVB rays, they help with certain, light, like, uh, wavelengths, like broadband and all that. And um, But they help. They help with the skin, but did they come on? Oh, wow. <laughs> you burn. So broadband? Hasta AT&T, I'm T-Mobile? I'm telling you. Cricket, pocket, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I mean, it's. And so they put you in that box, you're standing there, and they turn the lights oh, on. Oh, wow. Uh, if only they had... You know what would have made it funnier is if they had the, like, you know, like that angelic, ah, 
oh yeah you know, whenever the lights come on <laughs> i think that would have made my day but uh, otherwise it's, you're just in there it's so quiet and how long how long did you have to be in there <laughs> um you know it was so strong at first they start you off at five seconds and then oh, they, wow. and then they built you up uh what's like the max 30. time that you've you had to be in there uh, or that you were in there about a minute about really? a minute so but i had to build that up and even then they would have to bring it down because i would burn i would burn in just oh, a matter wow. of seconds and I, I mean like suntan burn like you're out in corpus in the sun and you get all burnt up that's that's Dang. how fast it was um so it's, it's a very intense you know light therapy that they do um and then uh but they would switch me also from resident to resident. Oh, okay, okay. So what they would do is they once before they switch me, this is what they would say. You have exhausted our resources. You have exhausted our resources. There's nothing else we can do for you. Let's try a different specialist. Or like, you know, a different dermatologist. Different, yeah. And then um, all of a sudden it was like I went back to the same clinic, you know, a couple of weeks later to see a different doctor that oh, could have been. And then... It just kept continuing. Otro like, fakey. I'm telling you, and and uh, so it was. It was aggravating. I was, I was in the midst of, um, like losing my mind. You yeah. Know, just, you know, because I was sick from all sorts of stuff that just wasn't being treated. My mental health was not great. Um, you know, I had full blown depression, uh, major wow. depression. I should say, us, and, you know, and, and I'll get more to that here in a bit. But uh, my anxiety was through the roof because it just felt like what else can happen? Yeah. What else is going to happen? Like, I just knew there was something else that was negative that was going to come. Like, it just that's just how it felt. That's what my thoughts were. Your feeding thoughts me. were feeding you. You know, so yeah. um, my first hospitalization was in 2016. And. In fact, I was like this close to graduating. And um, it was a month before graduation, actually, because I had spent the entire month in the hospital, from the beginning of the month to the end of the month, in the hospital. And they had me in the, um, they were treating me as a burn victim, like with third degree burns, fourth degree burns, because of how bad it was. Oh, wow. Um, I. I, that's a point where I never want to go back to. Yeah. Um, and it was, sorry. No, um, you're good, you're good. It was, I mean, like, reflecting back right now, it, it's painful because, you know, I see myself back then with so much despair and questioning mm -hmm. you know and even questioning from day one to oh, yeah. like why me mm -hmm. why is this happening but who wouldn't i mean and that happens with everybody i mean yeah. and so i understand you like everyone it doesn't matter like i said you go through a certain situation and right away you know that your mind plays with you right, right. and uh you know my only that gets mad right but i tell them <laughs> but it, to be honest it, it, it is true because yeah. sometimes it does happen and that's yes. when you're at your weakest because now you start thinking bad thoughts. You start thinking negative. Then all those things start to happen. You start having anxiety. You start having depression. You start, I mean, all these things on top of already the situation that you're already dealing with. Right. So, I mean, you had questions. 
and what what was kind of like your turning point after that like my turning point um would be i mean gosh there were so many actually yeah um i remember lying in that bed because sean my husband he would he stayed with me every night there was a a little sillon uh, you could lay it yeah. back yeah but like if you moved a certain way the springs would pop you back forward. them them special <laughs> hospital beds for the husbands yeah <laughs> so, exactly those are the ho- those are horrible i don't know how you did it brother that's uh a whole month a whole month a whole month no you're gonna have to buy him something for valentine's i'm telling you something I might. nice I might. <laughs> make up for all those lifestyles <laughs> He's got four kids now, so. Golly, man. That's crazy. I don't know how he did that. I don't know either. But um, just this one night, I I woke up because I could hear, you know, I was on that ward where everybody um, was was like a a burn victim, you know. So that night, and and I couldn't really sleep because, you know, every two, four hours, they would come in and sit the sacan el sangre, you know, they they, they do the blood work constantly. You said every what, two, three hours? Every two to four hours, something like that. I think it was every four hours. Um, They would come, check on you, check your vitals, take your, and even even in the middle of the night too, like two, four, five o'clock. And then in the early morning hours between seven and eight, the doctors would come um, to kind of just check on you and and ask you, you know, like, how's it going? I'm like, oh my God. And then mientras, you know, I am on, um, this is how bad the pain was, let me tell you. Um, I was on um, Oxycontin, Oxycodone, Tylenol 3, Ibuprofen 800. I was on Gabapentin 800. I was on... Um, uh, all these things at once. All these things at once. All these things at once. Oh, wow. And then I was also on um, on an IV for... Uh, Help me with the word. Um, morphine. Oh, morphine. Morphine. But the to the strength where they had me sign a waiver because um, the strength that I was needing would basically knock on a horse. And then that's what they told me. It would knock out a horse, a small mm-hmm. horse. And then they the said. The morphine. The morphine. Oh. But, you know, the morphine can actually cause um, your lungs and, like, your respiratory system in your heart to just stop. Mm. That's what like it would just um, paralyze everything. That used much. to happen to me, but my mom would hit me with a chancla. <laughs> no morphine needed. Well, this is why my mom came to Oklahoma. <laughs> oh man, that's all right now. You're asking me what is it? What is it called? I was like, right now my mind was like, I know that's not morphine, but I can talk about a situation where that happened. You know, <laughs> it was morphine. It was morphine. And that stuff is crazy, though. I mean, let me tell you too. Uh, until today. Regular pain medicines, like if I have a headache and I want Tylenol, that doesn't work for me. No way. Even till today. Okay, so I'm not even how many, So I'm just asking, how many pills do you have to take? Like basic headache. Uh, basic headache now, like because because we've we've cut everything back. Because okay. even after I left the hospital, they would they gave me all these bottles of like oxycotton and all that to take. And I was telling Sean like I don't want to be addicted. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Don't. You don't want that either. Um. So. I went through withdrawal because being on such a heavy amount of yeah, that's a lot like of stuff. Month and then coming out afterwards, and I'm still studying. By the way, wow, I'm still doing what I have to do for school because in my mind, I'm like I'm a month away from graduation. Yeah, like I need to see this through. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So it was just, it was a matter of tapering. But like for a headache now, the best thing with a little prayer is like two Excedrin. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like I, I try not to do ibuprofen, try not to do Tylenol. I mean, I know Excedrin still has its, you know, effects. Yeah, it still has know. its effects a little bit. But, you know, we try to save the kidneys, try to save the liver. Yeah. Um, it, it's really mostly just, you know, chugging water and maybe two Excedrin. Yeah. That's about it. And then you just hope for the best. <laughs> Sleep it off if you yeah. can. But that's about it. I mean, but, you know, when I was in the hospital, another turning point was I woke up one day and I couldn't feel my feet. Mm. And... um I had looked, and my legs had swollen. At the time, because of all the swelling, I had went up to, I shot up to like 220, 225 pounds, I believe. Oh, wow. And But my legs were so, I mean, because they pump you all yeah, the time with IV. Yeah, they pump you. Um, so with that saline, my legs looked like they belonged like on that, you know, to somebody who was like morbidly obese, like mm. six, 700 pounds. Like they, looked they didn't put those little like... You know how you, the have compression? you seen the, Yeah, the compression no, sleeve. No, no, because I was so, um, remember, because I was covered from oh, uh, yeah, like, that's right. head to toe. That's so right. Like, everything was so covered. they had to let everything breathe. Yes, basically. it oh, was bad. Wow. But in order to keep the, the swelling and the pain down, they had to get these long ice packs that were reusable, and they stuffed it. I mean, they were long with ice, and they had like four... Um, so two on the outside, two on the inside, and then two on the top of my legs, and then some on the sides to keep the inflammation down. So that's how I had to sleep, like super wow. cold in the hospital. But that was the only thing that could bring me comfort besides the medication. Because I could still feel everything with the medication. All that medication, I could still feel everything. Um, and then my nerves got so shot because of the pain and the the... Um, like the damage, damage that was done because yeah. of the psoriasis, um, which which that's one of the th- one of the things that I was diagnosed with. Yeah. But um, you know, it was it was extremely it was excruciating. Yeah. Um, so in the hospital, they diagnosed me with um, well, even earlier on, it was just one type of um, psoriasis. It was plaque psoriasis. I started off with. Yeah. And gutate, which gutate is like the little spots I was talking about. Oh, okay, okay. And then the regular um, plaxoriasis is like the large patches that you see, and they're kind of scaly, you know, a little like dry skin. Oh, dry wow. Dry skin patches. And then it went uh, to pustular, which is kind of self-explanatory. Just, you know, you get these pustules all over. And then um, I had palmers, so I had the bottom of my hands, bottom of my feet. And then... Um, what put me in the hospital was the life-threatening one, which was the erythrodermic psoriasis. So what was happening was that it was attacking my heart, attacking my organs, um, and my heart rate at rest from the moment I got there till I started getting some type of relief um, was always always over 100, but when I got in, when I was admitted, my heart rate was hovering at a resting at about 130 to 140 beats per minute. And that was at resting? That was at rest. Oh, wow. That was at rest. Um, so when we looked further into it, um, we found out that the erythrodermic psoriasis, you know, could cause um, inflammation of the organs. So at the time, we were looking at the, infl- like, you know, my heart enlarging. Yes. And overworking at the same time so that's why my my heart rate was so elevated um 
And then also with the cortisol that the body creates when you're under stress, when you're in pain and stuff like that, it was raising along with my steroids because they were slathering the steroids all over me. My my sugars were so really? high. So it's like it was like a cycle. And, you know, you just couldn't heal. Your body's attacking itself, trying to heal, but it doesn't realize it's healing. And then you have the diabetes that just inhibits healing. So it's... Um, it's been a long process to come to like a clear, you know, normal. You know? Yeah. But this is why we came back because you know with Dr. Eustatine, he started me right away on um on chemotherapy. Um, but you know while I was in the hospital that first time, I thought, you know, of course I was I was depressed. You know? Yeah. I was thinking to mm-hmm. myself, you know, it's. This is it. Like, who stays in the hospital for a month? You know, and then I'm looking at myself. I'm like, you know, is this uh, my prognosis to me was not good. You know, I and, you know, kind of the secrecy with the doctors kind of talking in between themselves and then giving me like a, a kind of a game plan. Mm. Um, it just felt like they were um, onto something that they didn't want me to know just yet. So I didn't yeah. panic. Um, so I thought, and, you know, so that turning point was, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night, I saw Sean on that couch, and um, I I just kept telling myself, I was like, man, I, I love him so much, you know. What would be the purpose of God putting him in my life and then, like, separating him? Separating him, mm-hmm. You know? Like, making me good. Like, why, even on our honeymoon, like, I couldn't go in the water. I couldn't do anything fun. You know, I was just, I was covered, and I was afraid of getting, like, an infection and, you know, because of open skin. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why would he do this? You know? So, you know, we, um, we stayed there for the whole month and uh, finally started getting some type of normal ish you know i was still covered but it wasn't as inflamed and stuff but um you know my um my whole thing was is that you know i'm 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 relying on god you know so much at this point like just keep me alive keep me alive Mm -hmm. you know like i know there's a plan and when i what 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 hit me was one day and you're gonna laugh you're gonna laugh so one day um, this gentleman comes to my room. My husband's there. It's like midday. You know, we hear that knock. And, you know, we say, come in. You know, we think it's a nurse. It's, just, it's, a, it's a gentleman, you know, and he has this. And I thought maybe he was like a chaplain or something. Well, my sister, I have two sisters. They're older. I'm the youngest. My oldest sister, she calls a random church in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. Okay. Number one. Yeah, she lives here. She lives here. Oh, wow. She calls a random church <laughs> in Oklahoma. And the, don't get me wrong, brother was so sweet. He was nice. He prayed over me. But we didn't know that he was like, um, a, who are the ones that dance? Like, is it evangelists? You know what I'm talking about? Like the ones what that you mean? see like on YouTube and they're like seizuring. Have you seen that? Oh, you're talking about a... Uh, Pe- uh, Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he was. Yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> we we, uh, we we grew up Pentecostal, so we we we, we know. I know. Which, yes. As soon as okay. he said, I was like, "Is that? Yeah, it's Pentecostal." Yeah. Okay. So here, so here's here's what happened. Um, the the prayer was two hours. No, 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 no. Oh God, no. 
I mean, I love me some good prayer, but yeah. he was like, we're going to heal you. We're going to heal you right now. And I said, you know, uh, you know, amen, you know, and, and we started praying and brother had his hand on me and, you know, you know, we take our prayer serious. So, yeah. and, but also I was on <clears throat> morphine. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and I was on all these other medications. So when brother said, are you healed now? Or something to that effect. And then paused, you know, I had my eyes closed and I didn't hear anything. So, you know, I kind of peeked and uh, brother is looking at me and he's like, do you feel anything? Are you, are you healing? No. <laughs> he was like, let's try again. <laughs> so we did that. Oh, God. We were doing that over and over, and I was like, brother, I don't think it's working. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think it's working. Simple <laughs> prayer, but simple prayer, brother, please. I simple know. prayer. I know. So afterwards, you know, I, I called my sister, uh, Anna. I called her, and I was like, hey, what church did you call? Because, <laughs> you know, that's not what we grew up with. She was like, well, I called a church. It's just at a church. I was like, oh, no. No, we're not well. It's different over here. Yeah, it's a totally different it's game. It's different. It's a yeah. whole different ballpark. But I appreciate it so much. So if you're listening, I appreciate it so much. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I loved it. Yeah. It was just a little. But the realization that came afterwards was our talk at the moment. And it led me back to, at that time, a long-forgotten Bible verse that we grew up with, or that that I loved going to Sunday school, which was um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, like for I know the plans that I have mm-hmm. for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a future. And when that hit, I mean, I just I was just sobbing, yeah, sobbing, because I needed that. I needed that eye opener mm-hmm. because up until that point, that whole time, even even from you know day one when I was covered, you know, till then, that depression was just marinating. Yeah, you were broken. It basically, was, it was bad. Broken. You're at your lowest of your low. Very. Like I, I was to the point where I was, I was praying for God to take me. Mm. I didn't want to be in pain anymore. Yeah. I did not. I really, I did not. That's crazy that you say the Bible verse. Mm-hmm. Because God says, "For the, I know the plans. Yes. I know the plans. Right. And sometimes we forget, like we make plans. Mm-hmm. But you read that verse, I know the plans. Exactly. That I have for you. Yes. So we could pray like, God, just take me right now. Take right. me. Take me. But he's like, that's not the plan I have for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to, you're going to have to suffer a little bit. Trust me. Trust me. And that's what happened there. Mm-hmm. You broke out. You cried because God was reminding you, just trust me. Yeah. Because I know the plans that I have for you. So just trust me. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's what I tell people all the time. And that's one of the things that I had, in the, you know, towards the end of last year uh, when I came back is if you don't know who God is, mm-hmm. find out who he is. Place him first in everything. But not just place him first. You have to trust him, too. Right. And it, don't get me wrong. It's hard. It is hard. It's not easy. It's hard. It is. So God literally spoke to you. Mm-hmm. And when was, like, your actual, like, okay, God's, for you, like, okay, you, like, okay, 
okay, God, I, I can hear you. I, I know you're working. You know, when was that? That you know? was probably the last week at the hospital. I had already went through that whole phase where it's like, you know what, now that my eyes are open, now that I'm seeing, you know, all of a sudden things started to change around me. I had a nurse come up to me that that at first, you know, because you have some nurses that are a little rough on the edges, you know, and then you have some that are very lighthearted. Um, well, this this nurse in particular was a little rough on the edges, and but you know, I, I she had been there the whole month, and I trusted her, you know, because new nurses. Yeah, you know, it's, so. it's not the greatest. Yes, and but she was just very quiet to herself. She kind of looked, you know, distraught on her mm. face all the time, like she was just mad to even be there, you know. Then it's like okay, you know, but you know, she overall she was nice at the end. It just it just looked like she was going through something, um, <laughs> but at the end. Mm. Um, that last week she comes up to me you know I'm, I'm in bed and she's come she came up and she puts her hand on me and uh, she tells me you know I haven't prayed for somebody and I think at that time I was over 10 years something like that she goes we grew up Christian and I raised my children you know um, uh, around the church mm -hmm. she goes we won't get into what happened but something happened where I fell away and I just didn't believe anymore. She goes, but seeing you here and seeing that you're going to be discharged in a few days, she goes, I have never prayed for somebody. She goes, but now I'm finding myself praying for you. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and like, right, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now. It's like, I, at that moment, I just, <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, God, like, I'm, what was my story supposed to be? Like, is she, she's looking at my record. She's seeing everything every day, day in, mm -hmm. day out. Was this supposed, this whole, Th this, this, whole this whole thing, this miracle, was it yeah. meant for me or was, did you mean it for somebody else? Right. And, and without you knowing, that's crazy. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm seeing God move without me ever really getting out the bed because by then I couldn't walk it mm -hmm. you know it, my uh, my spinal cord had so much inflammation I couldn't wow. walk um and then after after I got out the hospital this is like when I was like okay you know what no God has a plan for me and right now like I, I need to finish this degree like just finish it like there's a reason why I'm here and so I'm there calling the schools. I'm like, hey, I can't walk. You know, what's the next plan? Well, if you can't walk, you know, we can put you in a wheelchair and, you know, put you across. I said, no, that's not happening. So I did physical therapy at home. And mind you, I only had a couple of weeks until graduation. Mm. Um, and, you know, I had, I had my walker. I was doing, uh, my mom was there too. She was helping me do PT. And um, lo and behold, I walked that stage and... Um, uh, my, uh, my hat had, and I have a picture, I'll share it with you, uh, later, but I had, I blinged it out and I put on there, um, God is within her and so she will not fall on, on my hand. That's cool. And so everybody can see it from yeah. the top and, and, um, but that, that whole two weeks there at the end of, of being at the hospital say that's when it, it clicked. That's when I came back. That's when I had my realization that, Hey, I'm here for a reason, mm -hmm. whether I'm going through trials or not, whether I'm questioning or not, whether I'm whatever, you know, I'm here for a reason. 
and that's that's when it started kind of brewing inside of me like okay what can i do what can i do awesome you know how can i help people and um so it started you know kind of i switched um switched majors several times <laughs> it was bad but i switched majors several times and finally i came down to, to you know telling myself psychology psychology is where i need to be um which was actually what i was going for to the very beginning and then it just it was it was a week you ended time. up back yeah. where you started it's just you know you're young and you don't know where you yeah, yeah. go you see boys you know. enamorada. I know. <laughs> they always mess you up <laughs> you were in love and there's that's not a problem i know but that's 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 a super awesome testimony yeah. it's not a story i say it's a testimony because yeah. literally you you went through this whole ordeal you're going to school and god literally used your life to speak to somebody else right. without you knowing but he also spoke to you too in the same way right. you finished school you went back you know god started brewing something up in you hey you're here for a reason you need to do something right. you said all right this is what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. and then now your heart's desire hey i want to give back to the community of san antonio that's super cool yeah I'm, that, I'm really excited. that's a super cool thing super cool thank you for sharing that i know it's it can be tough to share those uh moments because those moments are when we're at our lowest and to remember those things is kind of hard. And so I, I, know, I, pre- I, like. yeah, I appreciate you sharing those, you know, those moments with us. Uh, but guys, right now we're back. We're actually going to go to commercial break, which <laughs> is sponsored by JD Associates, LOC and Edwards Flooring. So if you haven't done your taxes, my friend, go ahead and head on over to JD <laughs> Associates, LOC, uh, where you can get your taxes done. Don't go with La Vecina Lupita. She can't remember her name. Man, she's going to get your money back. And when you do get your money back, Head on over to uh, Edwards Flooring and get some nice flooring for your casita to look más bonita. So, guys, we'll be right back after this short commercial break. What's up, San Antonio? Are you needing to get your taxes or your bookkeeping services done? Then head on over to JD Associates LOC, bookkeeping and tax services. Guys, you can find JD Associates LOC on Facebook, on Instagram, or you can give them a call at 210 810- 816-0357 or you can head on over to JD Associates LLC with your abuelita and your 99 Chevy Impala que le está faltando un poquito de paint job pero you're going to get your taxes my friend head on over to 4702 West Avenue number 8 San Antonio Texas zip code 78213 now once you do get your taxes and you get your refund back and you want to say hey you know what I want to get some stuff done there in my house well guess what Let's get some flooring done on Edwards Flooring Services. Guys, you can find Edwards Flooring Services on Facebook, on Instagram. You can give them a call at 210-702-8297. Or you can head on over there again with your abuelita to 1246 South Hackberry Street, San Antonio, Texas, zip code 78210. Guys, please do not do your flooring with the guy who has got just one eye or Please, El Tio Panchito, no more. Go ahead and call Edwards Flooring Services and get your flooring done for your casita. Guys, Edwards Flooring Services, JD Associates, LOC, official sponsors for Del Loco Podcast. All right, so, of course, uh, you were talking about you want to get back to the community, but also um, everybody's going to see this title, so... You're going to begin to thrown off like, okay, I saw her name, but, you know, Doña 
Dulces Cartel. Yes. Uh, but before we do that, I was like so intrigued like for, for your story to get out there. Mm. I have to do something right now to make it official that you're here today. So you just got to be ready. Okay. Estás escuchando The Loco Podcast. I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure. You gotta make you can so you can know. Okay, this is the local podcast. I know yes, now, baby. <laughs> All right. So, Doña Dulces Cartel, um, how did this come about uh, with that idea? Well, um, <laughs> this was my, um, you know, because because I I, I almost passed that that first hospitalization. Then I almost passed a, a second time when I got COVID in August of uh, 2021. We'll get a COVID I know, but you know, by then I was already on the chemo and you know the immune system. But yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> you know, it, it hit me hard. It hit me hard. Yeah. Uh, we already had the kids. We just moved into you know our our house. So. Uh, it had me really knocked out. Um, and uh, so once I got over that, uh, we were, you know, over there by the Arbor Park area. Oh, okay, okay. They do like these setups, just like that, like our events. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, one of the ladies there, she was there with, with her little girl, and I had, I had COVID mouth. I couldn't taste. I couldn't do anything. I could just tell if something was sour or sweet. And I had my kids with me. We were walking around, and she had... Um, these grapes covered in in like chamoy and i was like well i haven't had that and by then i'm like trying to try everything to see, see if it like work yeah or, you know i'm <laughs> sniffing stuff in my kitchen and so i was like yes you know the astro are they strong and she was like yeah i was like give me i'll take it so i tried it and lo and behold i, I could feel and i could taste just a little bit then I asked the kids, you know, you know, you want to try some, see, see what you feel. And, you know, they were just in love with it. They were like, oh, my gosh, you know, this tastes so good. And, you know, maybe we can try some, you know, because it's a whole thing at home. Oh, yeah. You know, cooking and all that. Cooking. We try to make it a family thing, recipes, getting, even going to groceries. Oh, that's cool. And, stuff like that. and um, we had this thing once when they first came. Um, I have a globe that belonged to my Uncle John, my dad's father. I mean, my dad's brother, sorry. And uh, he passed um, back in the 90s, but I, I inherited that globe. And uh, so what we did was I would spin it, and wherever the chosen one's finger, you know, yeah. the four would point, we would look at that, that country or the, wherever they would point to, and we would try to make a dish from that. Oh, that's like cool. Like a nationality dish. That's from cool. There, a national dish. So, um, you know, that, that became a big thing for us. That wow. We had, like... Oh, that's a good you know, idea source of stuff you know? it was just creative you know it was during um covid so wow. we, couldn't we couldn't do anything so we started doing that at home so we had like russian dishes we had um filipino food we had we had a lot of stuff going on at, at our house and sean was like why do we have so much in our house you know like all the foods and leftovers <laughs> trying something new trying something new so uh you know i was like you know let's try it let's try making it at home yeah so, you know, there we go. I buy all sorts of spices, all sorts of spices. And um, 
you know, we're trying little by little and uh, trying to get it right, you know, because I couldn't taste, I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So my kids and Sean's a guinea pig. But as we're doing this, I started seeing how much fun we're having. You know, it's kind of clicking. You know, the kids are happy experimenting, and so am I. I couldn't taste the time, but I, stuff was coming back slowly. It's a Mexican spices. I don't know what it is about yeah. them, but they work. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they work. They, they work. They were curing. Yes. So, so you know, I um, we 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 go through this whole long you know process, and then we finally one day we just we hit the mark. It was like. This is perfect. They don't change it. it. It's balanced. It's not too sweet, not too sour. And, you know, it's savory. It's good. Leave it at that. Don't change it. There I am writing it down, like exactly what I had. And then trying that then on the chamoy, the rim dips. Oh, my gosh. The kids go crazy over that now. So, <laughs> you know, when, when we were developing, you know, that's when the thoughts started kind of clicking. I'm like, maybe we should do this. You know, maybe, you know... I can get on it because, you know, um, I need to leave something as a legacy for my kids. Yeah. So when when that hit me, that that realization hit me when I uh, when I was dying. I'm, I'm gonna say it like that when I was dying from COVID because, um, you know, it was to the point where my breathing was so shallow. I had gone to University Hospital to go get treatment, and um, what they did was. They just barely got that um, antibodies treatment. And they gave that to me, and they had no hospital beds, no nothing. I had, was sitting in a chair for like 24 hours in their you know, what makeshift ER room at the time. I told my husband, I was like, no, just, just take me home. You yeah. know, I was texting him because I couldn't talk. I said, no, just take me home. So I'm at home, and I'm like, couldn't breathe or anything. And um, it hit me. I said, you know, I... I can leave today, and like, what am I going to leave my kids? Like, yeah, it's not what like are you going to leave them? It's like I can't transfer them my degree. I can't like. Can't transfer that over, yeah. Yeah, no, there's no life savings, mm -hmm. nothing. You know, we're depleted and all that. So here I am with another chance. I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? Because it was it was a wake up call too to mortality. You know, I'm only human. You know, I can die at any point. It could be, a, I mean, God forbid, but it could be a car crash. It could be COVID. It could be anything. You know, so um, with my kiddos, uh, I had asked them, I said, you want to start selling this stuff? You want to see, you know, where it goes? Where it goes from here, yeah. And so we tried. We put a little bit in, in our shop. We have, um, which, you know, we're, we're closing down here soon, but it's... Um, called wireless america it's in san marcos and it's a little little mom and pop shop you know of uh we do the cell phone repairs we do the cbd products we do all the wall of accessories and stuff and then i had put a little section that sean was so um nice to give me <laughs> for the candy i bought a four of uh five by four or something <laughs> <laughs> about like this big <laughs> <laughs> just this little just this little spot right here so I, we put the candies in there and then people started picking up curiosity and then they started buying and it was slow it was slow for about the first year and then it uh slowly picked up it it, it just kind of seemed like it, it it started doing a little bit better and we're like okay okay and then um yeah, so I mean, it it was it all started off with with COVID and the kids, 
And then it just kind of snowballed from there. Now the name, the name. Where? Yeah, I was about to say, where did that come? Cartel. Wow. Cartel. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I had a. I had a. What side of town do you live on? Now it's the northeast. But wh- where before? Originally the west side. <laughs> there, that's where it came from. That's where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go away. Doesn't There's go a saying away. here on the south side. You can. You can live on the south side all your life. You can never take the south sider, right? You can never take the south side out of a south sider, no matter where you go. And it's the same thing for a west sider, east sider, the same thing. The same thing. There yeah. it is. We all have our hoops. Right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm probably the only one that goes to the school board over there with the, with the hoops. I know. <laughs> Chola. Hey, it is what it is, right? <laughs> so, but, yeah, no, it is what it is. I mean... And the kids are learning too. That's it's cute. It's really really cute. My, cool. my youngest one, she's she's feisty. Really? I don't know where she gets it from. <laughs> yeah, I think I heard your husband whisper. Mm. <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> that's 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 a creepy. Part. I mean, it's not. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, mm, stop. Stop it, please. <laughs> So that's cool. So you came up with the name. How did you come up with the name? Did you did your kids help you with that too, or you just no. like you sporadically came up with it? Jesus. Really? <laughs> no, you know. Okay. Doña so. Florinda, or what was <laughs> no. going on here? No, I uh, <laughs> I had a salon in Oklahoma, and I had it uh, under the name of uh, Brow Cartel. Brow cartel. It was, I wanted something that was going to catch people's attention and just, so I went with it. I ran with it. I was like, okay, brow cartel. And then, but I still wanted, I really liked that cartel in there because it got so, um, so many questions. Yeah. You know, and people were curious. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep that in there. So to sit down, and I was thinking, okay, you know, there, there's so many other, shops and look i'm looking at all yeah. these names and people are like um i don't know mrs that's something something sweets and i'm like you know i want to be authentic i want to be you know so there i am with my little mexican thesaurus mm-hmm. you know trying to go through trying to go and, through it yeah trying to go up with the name and finally it just it clicked one day i, I think we were out to dinner and um it just it was just one of those random moments about the pega, you know, yeah, like, it hits you. Yeah, you know, it's like Doña Dulces and, and Sean was like, What? <laughs> like Doña Dulces Cartel. You know, and he was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, okay, whatever. Okay. What are you ordering? <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up, we gotta go. <laughs> oh man. So that's how that started. And so I put it down on paper, and I use I use the same little I don't know that rockabilly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rosie, That's cool. I use her, and and I've used that for the brow cartel too. Oh really? So I just transferred her over. That's cool. Transferred all that over, and I was like, that's that's cool. One. You stuck that's with it. it. Yeah. You want to put your plug in so people can know where they can find you? Or? Yes. Uh, so on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, it's uh, they call it because they don't let you put that little enya. It's Donna Dulces Cartel.com. <laughs> or, well, that's my website, sorry, but yeah. Donna Dulces Cartel. 
But it's Donya. 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 Not Donna. And Not on Donna. Facebook too, right? And on Facebook. So Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And TikTok too. Yes. And then I have our website, which is Donna Dulces. Cartel.com. <laughs> okay, cool. Hey, you guys are listening. You guys can just listen in. Uh, I'll have that in the description below. And then also, too, on YouTube, I'll have everything there. So sure. people can just follow you there. Awesome. Uh, but uh, before we end, I don't know if you want to just mention or say maybe an encouraging word to people that are listening. And then maybe you can encourage them with something that, you know, maybe you have on your heart that you want to, you know, just. Of course. Um you know, I know we all go through our trials, our tribulations, you know, our tests, you know, as you would see fit. You know, I, I feel like everything that I went through was a test. Um, but also, in a sense, it was it was a test for me to also gain strength because I'll tell you, I, I felt at my weakest. I felt just close to and equal to dirt. Like, I just, I had lost that um that sense of self-worth, self-worth, mm. you know, and, and God tells us that we are so precious. Yep. We are so precious, and I had lost sight of that. Um, and, you know, from somebody who's been struggling, who has suffered a lot, I just want to say God is always there. He's ever-present. He's ever-knowing. He knows what you're going through. Mm-hmm. But it's also... There's also a fact that I had forgotten until I realized it again, that some of these tests were meant for us to come closer to him. Mm. It's like a calling, you know, like, my child, come to me. Come here. And that's something I had forgotten. You know, you hear maybe once or twice in your Bible studies, you know, Bible school. and yeah. You know, and, and that was another thing that, that I had forgotten. And, and I started telling myself, maybe that's why. Maybe I had fallen so far that God needed to call me back. It was something dramatic because he knows. He needed to wake you up. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's maybe one reason why, you know, is that I needed to come back. Mm -hmm. Because I was, I could tell you, I was really falling short. Really falling short of the glory of God. And um i'm not the perfect christian yeah no one is I'm no not, one is you know i still you know sometimes i have a mouth of a sailor and sometimes you know i'll have to remember remind myself hey stop stop yeah. you know um you know and and, and things like that i mean mm -hmm. we're only human we you're only human you know and, and not that it makes it okay but you know we try our best i try my best and i'm trying the best to raise our kids in the same way but you know if you're going through anything if you're feeling any type of lost hope if you're feeling just depleted of anything energy you know uh, loss of, of of hope faith you know even of your self-worth you know give it to god give it to god and allow him to to help you to heal you to fill you with his love his grace his mercy and just just give it to him you know and and i and i ask myself often like why didn't i give it to him before before earlier yeah. you know mm -hmm. and um let me tell you it, it was it was a lot easier letting it go even though it was i had anxiety about it yeah you know it was a lot easier letting go than to have to hold that and 
figure out what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I, it's not what I'm, what am I going to do? It's what he's going to do, do. Yeah. for me, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where the difference is. And of course, if, if you're going through anything else, you know, um, you know, I, I, I strongly encourage you to seek some help. Um, and, and no matter what aspect it is, you know, whether it's financial or if it's mental, if it's, you know, something else with your health, please go and seek help. Don't don't keep in the dark about it. You need help, um, and uh, I would highly advise you know anybody that's going through something just to go and seek help. It, it it's it's a hand up, not a handout. Yeah, it's, exactly. You know, we have to work as a community to help mm-hmm. each other, and that's what we need to do. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you again of course. for you. being here and sharing your story yeah. uh, for people to hear. That's a very encouraging story, uh, and they, again. Shout out to Our Lady of the Lake. Yes. Shout out mm-hmm. to them. Uh, everyone that is listening or watching at Our Lady of the Lake, I appreciate you guys so much. And I appreciate all the follows uh, that you guys, the, some of you that followed me. And if you're not, follow me. Por favor, follow me. Uh, yes. But also follow my friend here, <laughs> Doña Dulces Cartel. Um, but guys, like I always say, uh, God loves you. Dios te ama. And before I end, I want to make mention here, be ready. Doloco Podcast's merch is coming very soon. I can finally say that. Uh, so, guys, you just stay tuned. Uh, like I said, follow me on Instagram. And then also, too, I forgot to mention, you can follow me on El TikTok. Now I'm on TikTok. Uh, so you guys can follow me, get some updates. Uh, but I will be having some merch coming out soon. Uh, so, guys, again, God loves you. Dios te ama. God loves you, my friend. And I know you know that. Dios ama a todos ustedes. And I will see you guys on the very next episode. Estás escuchando The Loco Podcast. Loco Podcast.